Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. But before we get there, every Monday night at this time, we talk football development and we want to hear the stories of those who have been there and done that. Let them share those stories with us so that we can go there and do that. And one person who certainly has been there and done that is none other than Josta Zaza, who's standing by on the line. Josta, thank you so much for your time and thanks for talking to us here on Kaya FM. Yeah, thanks for having me and like uh, good evening to all the listeners. Josta, we will talk about the, I mean, your career, the MTN8 in particular, but I guess for yeah. many people and many of the youngsters and parents who listen to this show, I get contacted by a lot of parents whose children are in academies or they're trying to get their children into academies. And that road to professional football seems so far, so long. Where yeah. did Josta Zaza start his football and how did he get there? I know it's a long story, but give us what you can. Yeah, um, well, I'll try and be like you know short on that. But I mean, uh, we all we we all had dreams. We all as youngsters like you know dream to be somebody or to be something. I mean, uh, I didn't think that I was gonna be a professional player because anyway, I didn't have any connections when I was younger. But I mean, uh, a young boy from uh, Midlands away to you know uh, suddenly I was just playing football. I didn't know that I had the talent up until people were telling me that you know I was talented. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just playing football in the streets and. Uh, I think, like, you know, when I just made it at the Vets Juniors, then I just started seeing that, you know, hey, there is a chance, you know. So once I got that chance, like, you know, breaking into the vet system, and uh, I just saw a chance, and I, I couldn't look back, and I started doing so well, and I took a game, every game that I played as if it was my last. And they always say, like, you know, play it as if it's your last, because you don't know who's watching. And I know what, that's what happened with me when I was playing for the under-19s, and uh, Eddie Lewis was just standing in the corner there, and he asked the coach, like, who's that boy? Mm-hmm. And then he said, I want that boy to be coming up there and play and training with the first team. So that's what happened. And then, and I mean, it, I think it's all about like, you know, just getting a chance. We all want chances, but you know, what do we do once you get that chance? You know, uh, do, do you grab with like both arms and do you go out, out and work on it? And I think, you know, it's all, it, it's all the principles in life. It's all the same. You know, we all get chances. You put more work at it. If you put more work at it, there's a lot of returns coming back. And that's what I did. And, uh, I'll be lying to you if I said I'll, I'll be known all over the country right now when I was younger because uh, I only realized once I made it that, you know what, the things that I never had, now I can get them. The PlayStation that I always wanted, now I can get it. With this game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a truth. You know, like, hey, man, I always wanted the big screens. Yes. Hey, now I can get it. That's what happened. And that actually kind of like pushed me every time because I knew that this is the thing that I could, that it could take me all over the world. It could take me to the countries that I've never been at. And, uh, and, and, and I never looked back from there. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to uh, former Kaiser Chiefs and uh, Mamelodi Sundowns man, Josta Zaza, speaking about how he got into the game, of course, starting with Vitz and uh, Eddie Lewis. We remember him very well. No, no, Eddie Lewis was still with the first team then. And I was, I was, I was with the Derek Blakensee with the Colt. And then Eddie was just coming to check us to out. To watch you and says, we need that boy. Him. Yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah you know, who's that boy? Who is he? And that's how I got spotted. That's what happened. But but tell us more about that, uh, Josta, because um, you speak about the fact that uh, you, you you it wasn't like your dream or you didn't say one day I'm going to be there. When the opportunity came, you used it. But certainly yes. to use an opportunity as a young person is a little bit different maybe to use an opportunity when you're older and wiser. Yeah. Because we see a lot of talented young footballers at that age, 16, 17, 18, 19, you know, perhaps they think they know everything, their talent will last forever, and things don't go that way. 
who was advising just that Lala to say, do it like this. Uh, this is an opportunity. Use it. Was it your parents that were giving you good advice? Perhaps some of the coaches that you were working under at the Vits Juniors? Tell us more about that part of your early football development. Now, let me tell you something. I'd be lying if I said my parents used to tell me, be like, yo, you got to push. I used to take myself to training and my dad didn't want me to play soccer. He was like, yo, you stay at school. <laughs> soccer business, yeah, how? Like, you know, I don't want to hear anything about the soccer business. But also you're talking about talent. Talent in everything in life, it's only 5%. 95% is dedication. 95% is, 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 is sacrifice. When people are uh, dancing, you know, you're not, not saying you shouldn't do that, but you should know that like now you're a sport person, 12 o'clock, like guys have had fun, let me go sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are going out clubbing, you start training first and then go club. Who taught you that, you know, Josta? Like, Who taught you that? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I just I just had that in my system. The thing is, I, I, I grew up not heavy. I grew up not heavy. When, once I saw that you know, I could get the things that I, I always wanted in life mm-hmm. by through soccer. And there's a lot of people who can't all be like corporate guys. You know, we can't all be lawyers. We can't all be doctors. You know, I could see that the doors for me was being, being a sport person. And then, like, that's how I was going to achieve things. So there's nobody that actually taught me that, but it's just something that came naturally. Mm-hmm. So I'd be lying to you if I said, like, somebody sat down with me and said, this is, this is the route. But I think it's the attitude, it's choices that we're making, making in, in, in life. I mean, our parents can only guide us. They can only, like, you know, shelter us up to a certain point, take you to the best schools. But at the end of the day, you're going to make those choices that you need in life that, that are going get, to get you through in everything that you're going to be experiencing in life. We're talking to Josta Zaza on the home of the Afropolitan. And when we talk about football development at this time, every Monday night, we often talk about the holistic preparation of a player. There is the physical preparation, but there is also the mental and emotional preparation of players to get him ready for the elite phase. And this is what Josta Zaza is sharing, how he got himself ready to accept an opportunity when it came to him. And then you get into the professional ranks. Now we are playing first yeah. team. You are being seen on TV. You're playing TV matches yeah. because those days, uh, TV matches weren't every day like nowadays yeah. where every match is on TV. You would get a TV match on the weekend. And sometimes yeah. the TVs during the week, those matches wouldn't be on TV. Now you're playing a big yeah. TV match. You're playing against, uh, you know, a, a Pirates, a Sundowns, whatever. How did you then continue to use that opportunity? Because sometimes players get into the professional ranks and then waste the opportunity because now, as you're saying, yeah, those things yeah. are coming. The money is coming. Yeah. How did yeah. you stay grounded? Because Josta Zaza was one of those players where we hardly heard bad things about him and he had a long career and stayed healthy and fit. How did you do that? Don't, don't get it twisted. Though. I was naughty. I, was naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I like the honesty. You know what I, mean? yeah, I, 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 I was naughty, but, you know, I, I kept it on the low. You know what I mean? I, I, was, I was a normal kid. You know, uh, but I, I made sure that, you know, when I went to the game, I just gave it up. But the thing was, I remember my first game, it was against Amazulu in Devon. And that was like, I think it was the first time I was on a flight. <laughs> like we went to Devon. I, said, I remember Derek, I think I was the only player I was sitting first class. I think, you know, I don't know why. It was a side of things to come. Eh? Yeah, yeah, you know, and then I remember when I first found Dave, he said to me, stick with me, just I'm going to make you famous. I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> but I played against, <laughs> you know, I got to, I got to, I played, I think, second half. I came on as a sub, I, I nearly scored. I think I was shocked that I was alone in front of the keeper and I didn't know what to do. I'm, I was so quick that I didn't even know that how quick I was. And then uh, the second game, it was against Jomo uh, um, Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I scored a goal in that game. And I never looked back. The, the third game, is, it was against Pirates. I scored a goal against Obara. And I was like, hold up. No, no, no. What's going on here? So 
so I've got an advantage here. I'm quicker than most of these guys here. Mm-hmm. So these guys are scared to play against me. So like I had to recognize what was my kind of like you know my talent. Like what was what was something that I had that the other players didn't have. Mm, your strength. Working on that. The strength is that's the way that I was looking for. So I found out like my strength what it was early, and I started like you know using it. So I just used to abuse a lot of players just running at them, running at them because they hated it. And I was like, okay, I'm scared of it because I was the skinniest guy by then. I was mm, so skinny. Mm. But then they couldn't catch me. So I had to realize and like find out who was Josta, what was Josta good at, you know, and obviously work on my craft. And that's what I did. I think that's the, that's the most important thing, like just knowing what you want and then understanding what's your, what's your strength and just working on it and using it. So try not to be anybody, but be yourself. I think that was the key that I used when I was young. Yeah, just as Laza sharing some of those beautiful memories with us, sharing some memories in particular from his days uh, with the Clever Boys. But 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 maybe more specifically, talk to us about then the top eight, because it is a much-loved uh, competition yeah. in South Africa. And, and for a long time, it was very unique to South Africa. It didn't exist yeah. uh, anywhere else. And it's something that we grew up watching, BP Top 8, we loved it, and now it's MTN 8, we still love it. Yeah, yeah. Share yeah, with us sure, some of yeah. your, your memories from playing in a Top 8 competition. Yeah, yeah, first of all, shout out to MTN. Like, I mean, MTN 8 is, we all know that, you know, uh, the first game of the uh, second round, like in uh, Spolo Conecita against uh, Highlands Park, is going to be playing tomorrow, and then, and then it's going to be Sundowns and uh, Super Spot on, on Tuesday. Big game. So people must support that. Uh, on it. So, I mean, it's uh, on Tuesday, it's uh, uh, Spolo City mm-hmm. against uh, Highlands Park, mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and then Wednesday, it's Sundowns against uh, Super Spot. So basically, uh, me and a few legends were chosen by the fans. So there was initially there was like twenty names that were came, given out, and then MTN said, okay, they came up with the with the, this campaign this season, saying that you know own your game. So they basically giving more responsibility to the fans and saying, okay, now we want you to be more involved. We want you to kind of like choose the man of the match because mm-hmm. we all know that. Uh, if fans always complain when they choose Jota like I just had a lack of him you know he never did all so like now they say okay now you guys can choose the man of the match you guys can choose like the skills that you guys like which in the moment is brilliant not only that we've got 20 names of the legends you can basically choose those uh, eight out of the twenty, choose eight, and those eight uh, legends. They're gonna be going around the country and like talking to kids, going to schools, going to these uh, privileged schools, and like talking to kids and like taking out, uh, you know, giving out like you know, a, a soccer kids and netball kids and like you know, kids, you know what I mean, and all these type of things. So we're not here. I'm not doing this for MTN because I'm the smartest of all those players out there. But it's because of the fans that wanted us to be doing this great job, courtesy of MTN. So uh, basically, like you know. Now, like, you know, there's empty and eight. Now it's cut, it's cut down to four, top four teams, which is like, you know, uh, the next two days, we're going to be knowing who's going to be going to the finals. Mm. So we just being like, you know, the messenger of, messengers of of uh, MTN. It's me, Tovi Lagazi, to call a few, Dugu Dugu, Fabian uh, McCarthy, Gatlejo Kilan Pella. So we're just going all the all, all around the country just like talking to kids and, and trying to encourage them and try to tell them that, you know, education is key, guys. As much as you want to be like us. Hey, listen, we I was just a lot of back in the day. You don't see me no more. But mm-hmm. if you have education, 
you know, you have something to fall back on once the soccer is done. You know what I mean? But you don't only have to be in soccer or be playing soccer. You can also be a doctor. You can also be a lawyer and all of that. So that's what that's the message that we've been doing. A wonderful message. Yeah, a wonderful message. And we thank uh, MTN. And I guess you don't yeah. have to be a lawyer, doctor. You can also be a radio presenter getting to ask exactly people that, questions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What? Talking, about, uh, talking about you, like, you know, DJs as well, there's, there's a thing called... Sorry to catch you, man. Like, uh, no, I'm listening. Called, Lovely. Like, you know, there's a thing called uh, a, a, a last journalist standing. So it's actually MTN is, is also giving back to you guys that are talking to us right now. And obviously, like you know, you talk about a lot of things. You keep up, keep people updated out there on radio. So they actually saying like now there's a last journalist standing. So you can actually there's a there's a there's a format that that they came up with that you know you can win a trip with your partner, you know, as the last journalist standing, and you can travel with the last fan standing. And obviously, to be the last fan standing, you need to just like style, uh, just dial star one four four star eight hash as an MTN subscriber, and, and and you can get a chance to win one uh, one million rand. Not only that, you get to travel around the world to anywhere. Like you know, if you support in Barcelona, you can go yeah, watch and Barcelona. watch some of those big derbies. I remember yeah, they went exactly. to watch uh, Barcelona against yeah. Real Madrid, I think, a couple of years ago, exactly. and it was absolutely magnificent. Saw so all those f- photos on social media. I guess then we'll leave it with a parting, uh, a parting shot, just uh, like Before we get your predictions on uh, tomorrow and Wednesday night's game, do you have a particular memory? Maybe a goal you scored from a top eight match during your days. I'd be lying to you. I scored a lot of goals, but I was more of a creator. I was a chef. Yes. I used to like cook up like those dishes for, I was surprised Moriri, Wasapula. Sure. So I, I scored a lot of goals, but you know, I, I think I was, I had more assists like most of the players out there. I was a winger. So for me, it was just cooking the, that, those food on the side and just putting on the crosses for the striker to score. So I'd be lying to you if I said, dog, I, I, I remember most of the uh, goals that I scored, but I know that I scored a lot against Pirates. <laughs> they know it too don't, don't worry they know it too okay give us your predictions um uh, pulukwane city been on a good run they're sitting somewhere close to the top of the table they beat kaza chiefs this weekend for me they've got yeah. a player who i still can't understand how he's never played for bafana bafana Jabu Maluleke. what yeah, do you think yeah man. man one of the most underrated players out there how to lose the ball always make the right decisions on the ball you know uh for me i mean he's one of the most underrated players out there but I think the game is going to be uh, tricky because they're playing against like you know a, a team that can run for 300 minutes mm-hmm. you know <laughs> they can, mm-hmm. I mean, at home it's difficult to, to beat they're stubborn to beat but uh, which is Highlands Park and now Highlands Park is playing against a team that on any day when they're on song they can destroy anybody so for me the first 30 minutes is important for Polokwane City to win the game but the further the game goes now the advantage changes to Highlands Park so um it will depend if if if, if Polo City takes those chances that they're going to create because we all know they 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 they, they create a lot of chances out there. So I'll give it to Polo City. Yes. And then Sundowns and Supersports. Can we can we predict it? I mean, Supersports scored three in an absolutely entertaining yeah. match on Saturday night. They've got some informed players, especially in the front line and in yeah. the midfield. Uh, but Sundowns have just returned from uh, the CAF Champions League. Hey, haven't been lucky in the top eight competitions under Pizzo Musimane because of the CAF Champions League, I would suspect. What do you think? Who's going to take that one? I mean, you're playing against the guys that have won the Champions League, I mean, they, which is like uh, Sundowns. I mean, they, these boys, they, don't, they just don't know how to lose. I mean, the mentality of the players has changed so much. I mean, they're so confident. They, they, they know how to manage the game so well. And then, you know, you can't take advantage of them because they, they had to beat. As much as the defense is not that good, 
they keep the ball away from it. That's how they frustrate the teams. And if they need to take up and just like, you know, switch that, that pace a bit, a lot of teams can keep up with it. And then with the experience of Sundown's hands, you can't take it away from them. But they're playing against a team that is looking so good going forward, which is like they super sport is looking so great when they have Hobla. It's a totally different team mm-hmm. when Hobla is playing. And now you've got Gabuza who wants to prove a point to people saying that he was finished. You know, he wants to show people that, you know, Paris, you guys let me go. See what I can do now. So both teams for me, I think the weakness that they have is at the back. So this one is going to be a difficult one, but Sundowns goes into this game with an advantage. Because I played for Sundowns before, dog, and I know where my brother has been battered before. I'm going to choose Sundowns, dog. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be for real with <laughs> Yeah, Kumuleka, charity begins at home. Uh, just as yeah, I, sure. I love it, man. Thank you so much for the conversation. And in particular, thank you for sharing your own football development story and how you got to become the Just As Lata that we loved yes. for so many years. Thank you so much for talking to Kaya FM. Thanks for having me, bro. Thank you. Ah, that was just that, Lala. What an entertaining conversation. Uh, a man for all seasons and such a lively and energetic fellow and really one of those players that had a long, long life in football. And uh, we look forward to what he's doing now in his post-football career, giving us his thoughts on the MT8. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.